and welcome to all listening in right now. This is Judah Lag with the Dice Clash Chronicles channel, and you're listening in on Galactic Pursuit Shadows of the Force. Last episode, we witnessed the bounty hunters get into a sticky situation where they get at each other's throats, leading up to Dr. McScringleton planting three time bombs on Havoc's chest, while also the Jedi valiantly escape the Empire temporarily and make their way into the outer reaches of space. In today's episode, we will see both stories unfold, the Jedi going and doing a little bit of grocery shopping, while also meeting some strange and funny characters along the way, and we will also see the bounty hunter story unfold with what happens with Havoc and Dr. McScringleton. Thank you for tuning in, and this is Dice Clash Chronicles Galactic Pursuit Shadows of the Force. You guys are all huddled in a short circle. Havoc with his arms wrapped around Dr. McSpringleton with bombs strapped in between them. Isaac just viewing the situation at hand. As you guys are doing this, it starts getting more tense and you hear the bomb going down. Clicking second by second, getting closer to the time. You hear another familiar sound beeping on all of your comm links, whether it's a handheld one or one programmed into your wrist. All of your comm links go off simultaneously, and you hear just an irritating beeping noise going off. Is this one of your devices, Kringleton? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you had uh, thought you had a phone call. Do, do you want me to get that? Or I mean, I'm right here. Your pockets, you know, it's like... I, I can get my bad, my vibrator was on. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? You know what? Grab grab the communicator. I have you in a full Nelson. It would make things a little simpler. <laughs> yeah, no, let's just go ahead and see what they have to say. So all of you click it at the same time? I mean, I can't. I have him in a full Nelson. Well, as you can see, my You know how in Apex, how one of the characters has the robotic legs, and one of his executions, he, like, blocks his ear when the grenade goes off? Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm covering my ear with my left hand and my shoulder as I click whatever we're about to click. I, I don't want to blow up. Okay, Dr. McCringleton and Rav, you both click your comments at the same time and it's a pre-recorded message. You notice that it is Moth Damon. You guys must be fooling around or something to not have noticed the news, but the Jedi were just spotted on Zrillo 5, checked into a Myriot using their first names. Ooh. I need you guys here ASAP. My bad. <laughs> it's it's pre-recorded, Mr. Rub. Uh, you you can't respond to it. It's it's like a it's like a voicemail. The Jedi are found? Little green man, we have a decision to make. Either we die together here, or we go after our true intentions. Ooh. <sighs> Perhaps I was clouded in my anger. You know what? Forgive me, Mr. Havoc. My apologies. I'll deactivate the bombs. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you deactivate the bombs? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna painstakingly press the off button on each bomb. Just boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm 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 so, walking around like a giant weight fell off my shoulders, but I'm trying to do it in a way that's not conspicuous. <laughs> okay, make a deception check. Oh, biscuits! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What does a flat 12 get me? Dr. McScringleton, what's your passive insight? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's 10. It's 10. It's 10. My bad. My bad. Why did you say zero like that, though? Because my, my proficiency is zero. Okay, so Havoc, if anyone else were to look at this, they would have known that Dr. McScrewton got underneath your nerves. However, due to your company, no one has noticed that <laughs> you are shaken up. <laughs> so are you guys like sprinting to the ship or are you guys nonchalant? Oh, I've accidentally like, oh, knocked over Rove trying to sprint to the ship as fast as possible. And I'm like pushing the button to open the door like a little tiny toddler trying to open an elevator, like cursing under my breath. Where it's like, I swear to the twin sons of Tatooine, if I don't get there and they're not there <laughs> and I can't kill them, we're going to have a problem. I'm going to do like a runway walk, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like That's following. Awesome. I'm following behind at like a semi-brisk pace. Like it almost looks awkward, but I'm still, you know, I got that swagger. I'm still lost. Like I'm confused. <laughs> I think my character's still sort of high, so I'm offended that I got knocked over. <laughs> and I, I, I scream out, "Havoc! What the fuck, bro?" Yes. And I kind of try to catch up. <laughs> All right, so yeah, all of you making your way in your version of a walk or sprint to the ship. And as soon as you get to the ship, you notice another beeping. It could be the previous message that got sent to your ship, or it could be a new one. I open it. This time, it's the mysterious stranger. Oh. Silver Mask. That's Mr. Silver. He's, He's talking to you guys. And this is a live communication. Hello. Hi. Hello, sir. This is the strangest voicemail ever. Who starts a voicemail with hello? It's not a voicemail, it's a lie. (laughs) This is real! (laughs) Hello, sir. I did not get the chance to introduce myself earlier. Hey, you chillin'. I am Ezekiel Vascar. However, I hate to inform you that I'm already almost to the planet, so you can go ahead and give up. I'll let them know. You guys decided to take the money and run. I will send a catch along with the other stuff I promised in a message here after we end the call. Do not show up. Sorry to say, Mr. Ominous Zazerbar, I'm going to have to decline. Decline? Decline. You leave me no choice. And he hangs up the message. Let's hop on this ship, everybody. We have some Jedi to slaughter. When there's money to be made, I assume you can find me there. I'm going to start waltzing on. Someone opened the door, I don't know how. I'm going to use on-off at will and go, open SOV. You're going to use on-off to open, to turn on the ship? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the door, the door. I I want to help Dr. McScringleton, right? But the way I want to do it is like, I think it's Vegeta and Goku. (laughs) And how they fusion, they like jump and they touch the fingertips. That's how we should do it. All right. Dr. McSwingleton, do you like accept this bonding or do you disregard it? Oh, of course. Rubberu is my homie. I'm trying to claw the door open with my hands. Yeah, so, so both of you, both of you like, they, you start doing this dance and then you, you touch fingertips. Oh my god! No, <laughs> touch fingertips. And Dr. McScringleton 
You, you touch fingertips, and Doctor McSwingleton cast on off, and the door opens like there was nothing wrong with Behold. it because there wasn't. <laughs> I scamper inside like a cat, like a raccoon that just found the opening to a dumpster. I then start pointing at the controls. And I'm like, "Somebody, please get us to where we need to go." I walk in <laughs> like how Star Lord was in Galaxy One. When he was kicking the, the rats and, and the weird crap, walking in the beginning of the movie, that's how I walk in. <laughs> I'm kicking my feet, walking like that. Just dancing yeah. and making your way. For sure. So you make, yourself, you make your way to one of the seats? Yes. And I connect to the Bluetooth. Oh, no. If we have that. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and hurry and get to the seat before he can start playing any songs. The passenger seat or the pilot seat? The the pilot seat. We need to take off. Alright, so... There are Jedi to kill. Let's move. Let's move! Alright, so... Dr. McScreel 10, go ahead and make a piloting check. Oh, Whoa. but I'm gonna... I'm gonna take out my little... I, I forgot what his name was. What what I call the Lola droid? My, my Fitbit? There you go. Yeah, yes, you called it that, sadly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sadly. Hello, my little Fitbit. He goes, I have a name, yet you degrade me <laughs> to a simple <laughs> fitness and health analyzer. <laughs> and yes, today you get to graduate. You get now two jobs. Oh, two. And I like hold up my, my fingers, <laughs> trying to hype him up. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Okay. Oh, this is my kind of check. Can I help him hype him up? Sure, what do you say? You got this, little buddy. Oh. give him a pat on the back. Okay, go ahead and roll with advantage, Dr. McScreenleton. Okay, I got a 19. <sighs> I guess it's better than one. Fine. Oh, excellent! You see an extension cord come out of the base of his hole, and it just, with finesse, just plugs into the console. Who's piloting the ship? Oh, Dr. McScriggleton, make a piloting check. Me? I thought my little Lola could do it. No, he's doing the Bluetooth. Oh, he's doing Bluetooth? Oh, dear. What What does an 8 get me? <laughs> did I, like, oh, leave? Yeah. Did I leave the parking brake on? <laughs> Here, look out, bro. Let me try and whip this hoe. No! Get your hands off the wheel! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, you're gonna help? How do you help? Are you in the co-pilot seat? Uh, yeah, but I'd like to stand up and hold the other side of the steering wheel. <laughs> Dr. McScriggleton, make it with disadvantage. Oh, God. So roll another one and take the lowest I, I have a four on piloting now. <laughs> so not only did you not know that the gas pump was still connected, <laughs> but you left the bay doors down and you whip it into space. <laughs> you hear all of your supplies in the in the back room get sucked out into space. <laughs> you mean, you I mean, look over and I'm you... like, oh no, our juices are oh, leaking. No. <laughs> oh no! my you can hear the vacuum of space beating on the door of the of the of the room that you're in okay I'm, I'm gonna attempt to shut the doors please do i'm hanging on to something very tightly things are going bad 
Zane, make a technology check to close the door. Can I just use on-off on the door buttons? No, because that just turns the door on and off. And this is a hangar door. Okay. There's more than just closing and opening. It actually lifts up with pressure with, with and the electricity. <laughs> okay, if you open up the cockpit door and you cast on and off on the button inside the hangar, I'll say yes. You can cast on and off. Okay, I do that. All right, but you have to make a constitution saving throw and a dexterity saving throw to make sure you don't get sucked into space. What, am I not? Do I not have my seatbelt on? Am I that? <laughs> okay, who does not have their seatbelt on? I'm hanging on to the ship desperately. I never sat down. You a-holes. <laughs> okay, you know who doesn't have a seatbelt? The Lola droid. So the Lola no, droid and but he's Havoc... connected. <laughs> okay, then I'll make you with advantage. Gavin, go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. <sighs> Meanwhile, <laughs> kids flop is like, where do you think you're going, baby? <laughs> <laughs> what does a modded seven get me? <laughs> All right, so the Lola droid and Gavin no! go straight to the hangar. Go ahead and make another dexterity saving throw to see if you can grab onto anything else. Can I make a dex save? If I die to this, my, other than the, rather than the bomb, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, I'd say that you can't, because you're concentrating on the door. However, no. Rev Roo can. Mod 18, yay. I'm begging you. Isaac, do you try to catch the Lola droid? Is there a spacesuit in the spaceship? Like, I've been trying to ask that. Not in the cockpit, but there was until it got sucked out into space. The Lola droid and me, Isaac, are more important, uh, Mr. Rev Roo. Um... Do I got you an make 18? a sleight of hand check to grab the Lola droid. Havoc, you fall straight into the hangar. However, you grab a nearby wire that's hanging from the hangar. And you are Thank now... You. However, Rubru, you have one sleight of hand check to try and grab the Lola droid before it goes into space. I would like to try it and grab it. Go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. Yeah, I made a one. Yeah, the Lola droid... <laughs> just falls straight into space no. with the wire still dangling from the Bluetooth. Oh, what? Dumb question. What if I What if I rolled? Can I one hand catch it? Yeah, but make it with disadvantage. Oh, that's not bad. That's the same roll. What does A13 get me? I'd say yeah, you grab the Lola droid. Right as Zane is closing the hangar door, oh. you guys are now safe. And without gas station snacks. I march up to the front door of the house. Or ammunition, or spacesuit, or other essentials that I, the Empire gave you. I, I understand I'm wearing a Tusken Raider uh, mask, but I, I, I pretty much get, like, forehead level with these jokers. And I'm like, if you try to kill me again today, I will follow through. Oh, good, you brought the tunes back. <laughs> I slap the lower droid on the table, and I and I say, "You bring me to the Jedi soon, or I will bring the reckoning of the crate dragon." <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> the lower droid is shaking as it just experienced near permanent loneliness. <laughs> and probably destruction as well, being in the dead of space. 
but makes its way to the console and tries to reattach itself to its disconnected wire. And now you hear kids flop, but it's like on and off. It's like, hey, I just met you. But this is crazy. All right. So you guys make the jump to the Zrillo system and you're making your way to Zrillo 5. You guys come out of orbit and you see this humongous gas giant being surrounded by several moons. One being Zrillo 5. Zrillo 5 looking very, very blue, but you see a cluster of spaceships going in and out of the Zrillo system. You guys fly down to Zrillo 5 and you notice this humongous metro city and it could be comprehensible to Corellia or Coruscant, but without the vastness of, of Coruscant and without the waters of Corellia. So you guys land and you are immediately met with Moff Damon and Salvas. Salvas, who looks like he's been beat up, bloodied eye, cut lip, and Moff Damon, who looks very ticked off. All right. Hello, sir. Up top. <laughs> Up top? <laughs> All right, never mind. I high five myself. My bad, what? Well, we, we did some shopping, got some snacks, and then we lost some snacks. And now we're here to make some more money. Which way to the And you see in the distance, you see the hose dangling from the ship that got ripped out of the station. Oh, don't mind that. No, but I hope some home decorating. I've slipped my Kalish mask on, and I look at uh, Mr. The Moth Damon, and I'm like, which way to the marmot? About that. Well, all of you were slacking off. Ezekiel, and you see Ezekiel Vascar making his way triumphantly up the landing pad to the group, investigated the site. However, our troops on this planet let the Jedi slip out of our hands. Which is why you need us. Yes, yes. That's why you hired us after all. Ezekiel sneaks up behind Moff Damon. He goes, well, they didn't leave much. Only stayed a night before our Imperial forces tried to break in and siege the bedroom. However, we were able to get some keen insights on how they operate. Also, we understand that they may have left on a bus, but we have no idea. There was about six buses that left that day due to incompetent handling of security and lockdown. I've already investigated the room, but if you wanted to, it's the Myriot up the street, close to the drunken Gronk. Is there a way to speak to, like, the... I know there's, like, somebody who made the routes for the buses. Is there a way to talk to the conductor? That's the name. It's not a bad idea. That is up to you, fools. I will be making my way now. And next to y'all's ship, you can see a jet black pyramid of a or I guess triangular starship. It looks very similar to a Geonosian ship, except more dreadful. And instead of like two prongs, it has four prongs. He walks over to it and hops in the ship. And I lean, flies I lean over. Oh, I was like, I lean over to Sal. You got any more of them tracker things? I tried to slip a tracker on his ship. So you throw like a disc-like technologically advanced disc and it floats to underneath his ship and magnetically connects to the hull of his ship. Not noticing, Ezekiel just goes straight into his ship. After he flies off, Moff Damon says, 
Well, it looks like he's going to get the million. How about you fools? Anyway, let's continue on. Obviously, Ezekiel is going the lone wolf style. If you want to, you can make your way to the Myriot and go check out the room that they were in. They didn't leave too many clues, but as I said earlier, they gave us an insight to their operations. Maybe, like Grove said, you can talk to the conductor or the CEO of the bus station. Find out which bus routes they were going on. Hey, quick question. Ooh. Are you talking to me, Judah, or are you talking to the moth? I'm talking to the person talking to us, my bad. Okay, go ahead. Uh, is there by chance one of your stormtroopers saw the Jedi's leave and caught a glimpse of what they look like? Is this supposed to be some sort of joke? Are you trying to mock me? <laughs> no, I was speaking elegantly. I think we should have this guy drug tested. I oh, no, let's not do that. I would for sure fail. I whispered to Sal, just by chance, if you did track his ship, do you know where he's going? I check my tracker. You'll check your tractor, and you'll notice that since he's in a hyperspace lane, it's uh, disappeared. But as soon as it pops up on the galactic map, you'll know exactly where he is. Well, I say work smarter, not harder. Wait, Sal, you think that guy's hiding them on his ship? I don't think he's hiding them on his ship, but I do think it's possible that he knows more about their location than he told us. Pay, uh, let's pay a visit to the conductor real quick. The CEO of the bus company or the conductor. And, um, dumb question, do we know their name because of the, uh, goof where they signed into the hotel? Is that public knowledge? Or is that public knowledge to us? The Myriot, yes, it, you will have access to their records if you go and visit. The CEO, you'll have to go talk to yourselves. I've already talked to him, but it seems like it's a, a number of buses that it could have been. If you want to, you can go and narrow down which bus it could be. I've already got my intelligence. The ISB are working on it directly to find out which direction they've been in. Also, due to the Jedi's recklessness, there is a very good chance that the higher-ups are going to find out. I want this connection between you and me to be non-existent. Understood. Wait, so are you saying that you want us to take the fall of this goes haywire? No, that's not what I'm saying. However, you are a very smart individual, and he pats you on the head like a little kid. And I'm sure if your ISB discovers anything interesting, you'll let us know, right? If I get any leads, you'll be the first to know. Make an insight check, Sal. That would be a... Oh, great. Nine plus one, so ten. For the most part, you think that he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Moff Damon uh, then salutes you guys, and he says, I'll be off. These Jedi have caused quite a commotion, and now I need to go make a few phone calls, if you know what I mean. We will be in touch. No more shenanigans. I know where all of your families live. And he starts walking off to what looks like a really nice Imperial dropship. Our moth friend is not a very subtle one, is he? No, not quite. No matter. There's Jedi to slaughter. Let's move. So we split off? Some of us go to the conductor, others to the hotel? Whoever's the most persuasive should probably go to the conductor, see if they can't convince him that we're hunting terrorists of some sort, and try to get him to 
show some things off. We do need a group to go to the hotel to get the name of the Jedi to see if there's any names on the buses similar. They might not make the same mistake twice of using their actual legal names, but the names should be somewhat similar, I would imagine. Well, if you're looking for a smooth talker, I adjust my little tie of my suit. Look no further! I couldn't do it. Did I strike a pose? I'm headed to the hotel. I'll join the good doctor and go talk to the conductor with him. No, 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 please, please don't do that. I smile warmly at him. Please swap places <laughs> with me. What, what's wrong, Mr. Rob? What's wrong, friend? Man, I can't do it. <laughs> Not with Havoc. You, you can do it? No. I attempt to encourage him. You, you, don't, you wait, can't wait, stay wait. with Havoc? <laughs> Are you afraid of Mr. Havoc? No, man, he just... Yeah, okay. Fine. You all talk to the conductor. I go to the hotel. No, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll tag along to the hotel. Because that's <laughs> what I was going to do in the first place. I was going to go interrogate them. Let's do it. Like, he, right. he, um, so, he overcomes his fear so effort- effortlessly. I, I truly commend him. <laughs> so both of you make a group initiative. The group with the higher initiative will go first. And on top of that, make an investigation check to find out where these places are. My initiative is a... So I got a 14 for initiative. <clears throat> I got a, a whopping 7 for initiative. I got 16 initiative. 13 for initiative, and then 20 on investigation. All right. Well, it looks like... Thank goodness, because I got 4 on investigation. <laughs> it looks like the Dr. McScringleton group will go first. So... Oh, all right. <laughs> Dr. McScringleton and Sal Voss, you make your way to the local station because this is a grand operation. This doesn't just operate on this planet, but operates on a galactic scale. And the local owner will be in this building. You guys enter and you it's kind of raggedy. It's a, kind of a metal shack in the middle of town. You enter and you notice a bunch of what looks like to be employees just sitting down, milling about, trying to find things to do. I walk up to the closest employee. Hello, citizens. I have an announcement to make. And I have like my arms outstretched in the air. All of them look up to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use my actor background. When you walk into a room, people immediately respect your opinion and listen to what you have to say. You are commonly taken for face value as a person of great standing. People will likely treat you as a noble or assume you of that lineage. Hello, citizens. I am looking for the conductor. Would any upstanding gentleman or gentle lady point me in the way? Mm-hmm. And I like raise an eyebrow. Everyone in the room points towards a room in the back. Ah, excellent. Savas, lead the way, brother. Uh Uh-huh. We walk back to this room and open the door. So you see this bowling ball type figure about seven feet tall with the biggest mustache you've ever seen. Quite obviously an alien with his gray complexion in the smoothness of his skin and three digits on each hand. You see a a ton of phones ringing and he's picking up phones. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on, hold. And, oh, yes, yes. Okay, hold. And he picks up another, and he sees you, and he goes, What, what? Can't you tell I'm busy? We'll only take a moment of your time, sir. Do you know who I am? Dr. McScreelton, make an intimidation check. Sal Voss, make a persuasion check. Fourteen. What does a, a 18 get me? 
in 18. So he goes, wait, what? Uh, bad cop, good cop. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know who you are. Who might you be? I am the CEO of Bus Transport Stinkopolis. This very company. Bus Transport Stinkopolis. <laughs> Make a deception check with triple disadvantage. What are you talking about? Because triple, he's, triple. He's, <laughs> this is the Intergalactic Bus Corporation. <laughs> and you just made up a name on the spot to completely <laughs> deceive him for the last 20 plus years that he's been working at this company that is not that name. <laughs> or you're trying to deceive him that you work for a different opposing company. You're going to have to make a very compelling argument. You could, you could convince him that you just bought his company. Well, luckily, because of the actor feat, I have advantage on deception checks. So now it's only double disadvantage. <laughs> And using my enthralling pheromones, I can make it so that I roll twice on my charisma check. And so it you can be no less than a ten. So, you, okay, <laughs> go ahead and roll. It seems a seventeen <laughs> for CEO of Stinkopolis. <laughs> a seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You see, that's that's just the deep web name for our trade stocks. But you wouldn't know anything about that being so low on the totem pole. <laughs> Doctor McScringleton, Stinkopolis. <laughs> I didn't know the rumors were true. <laughs> what? I'm I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I was so rude. Hold on, let me just. And he presses a button, and all the phones go silent. Um, You're lucky I even told you this information. A regular man, I would have to queue. I, I'm so sorry, Mr. Stinkopolis. I I didn't know you'd be coming today. Uh, okay, <laughs> I. Wh what brings you to this branch? Well, you see, there's been some meddling with some Jedi. I'm, I'm sure my my higher-up, Salvas, here, he's actually the CFO. He can tell you everything about it. Yeah, yeah, the moth came in here earlier directly interrogating me, but go ahead. Yeah, I'll tell you guys anything you need to know. Look, we all make mistakes, okay? And we're not going to hold this one against you. <laughs> as long as you're completely open and honest with our questions. Got it? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. So recently, six buses left on various tracks, and we need all the relevant information. Yeah, 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 of course. And you see him scrambling and grabbing a bunch of paperwork on the table, and you, you see him give a handful of papers in his hand, and he, he's plucking them out individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one was going to the Aline system, but it looks like en route to stop at a space station. One's going to, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, Coruscant. Uh, uh, one's going to Tatooine, okay. One's going to um, uh, uh, Corellia, okay, okay, and and another, uh... Slow down, slow down. It, yeah, it's yeah. okay. We don't, oh. we don't want to hurt yeah. you. Just, just, just breathe. Just breathe. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay, how What's many was that? now? How many was that? Do you have any cameras on these buses? Surely you do. Even public schools have them. Yeah, yeah, but they would be recorded Have you locally. even thought to check the, the cameras? 
Yeah, but they would be recorded locally. I wouldn't be able to get in touch with them until I, I checked the buses themselves. Then find someone who can, or it won't be you who's checking them. I can make some phone calls, but it probably won't be till another standard day till I get back any information. Is, is there anything else that I can help you with? Make it happen. Did you notice a group of people boarding, perhaps conducting? I wouldn't have noticed. Uh, I would have just been here in my office picking up these phones. But ever since the Jedi commotion and the stopping of all my my buses... I've just been getting phone call after phone call over. Hey, where's my missing kid? He was supposed to get off. Uh, where's uh, Where's my husband? He ha he's been missing for three days, and uh, I, 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 I I don't know what to tell them. But I have to tell them I'm so sorry. We we have the Jedi's names, yes, right. So we have their info, their 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 species, the dates of birth. Can we not run the cameras to see what species got on what bus? He takes a huge gulp before saying. Like I said, the cameras record locally, so, I mean, I could point them out after I get the footage. I have a question. I'm sorry, would we actually mm -hmm. know the names? Like, myself and Dr. Scringleton? Like, we haven't been to the hotel. Yeah, for sure. All of you got oh, dossiers okay. on it. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. All of you got dossiers yeah, on the I'll Jedi. Just check. Okay. okay. Wait, do we know what they you look like, too? Yes. You would have gotten a more in-depth description if you would have went to the prison planet, but because you went... To go take a, a pit stop at the gas <laughs> at the station, gas station. <laughs> you were not able to do that before the commotion. Very well. Conductor, why don't you make those phone calls for us? Get information as much as you can. Oh, and uh, keep this between us, please. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. He presses the button that he previously turned off, and, he's, and the phones start ringing again, and he just disconnects it, and he starts calling someone else on the comm links. Now we're going to switch over to Havoc and Rub. Havoc and Rub, you've make making your way to the Marriott, which is a parody of the Marriott, but very pristine, spectacular, very noble-esque inside. You see two stormtroopers guarding a protocol droid and a ton of other ISB officers who you've probably never seen before just scanning the entire lobby. Mm, I just want to start out by saying this place makes me feel poor. I don't know how they sleep here. There's no sand. Anyways, Roof, we're going to have to figure out something a little different. We can't just kick down the door, talk to the man behind it and going, hey, what's going on? With all these Imperials here, I don't know if they're with Gideon or not. Right, right. Or Damon. I'm sorry, Moff Damon. My bad. I got my Moffs confused. Moff Gideon or not. We don't want to cause a commotion or else, you know, they'll hunt us. Yeah. And it seems that some members of our group, I lean closer to him, seem to have a knack of causing commotion. So Dang, we need to play are you this. talking about Dr. McScringleton like that? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. So we have to play this very cautiously, very carefully. One wrong move, and we might not walk out of here alive. Dude, I thought this was like a hotel. I didn't think it was that serious, bro. But I... I kind of like calmly, nonchalantly gesture at the stormtroopers and the clearly Imperial operatives like operating. It's not the hotel that will kill us. It's who's also investigating that might. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, that's right. I pull up, because uh, we got that dossier, I pull up the names of the Jedi, uh, and I'm like, what we need to do is we need to figure out how to look into their records to see where this name's at. 
I'm sure we could find the room easily by kind of scouring for all the Imperials. So we'd have to sneak yeah. our way there. Sneak? Yes, sadly. All right. That thing I'm all not right, very good it. at doing. Me neither, but I'm willing to try to be a ninja for a day. <laughs> you know, I always told myself I'd have one thing to try at least every day. Quit being a high pirate for five seconds. I need to know how Probably much... Why I'm a drug addict. How much... <laughs> how much noise does your leg make when you try to walk as quietly as possible? Is there a way to check that? Yeah, a simple investigation check. Uh, that's a 19. Modded. As long as you don't step in any, like, loose wooden planks, your leg's gonna be fine. And this hotel is too nice to be made out of loose wooden planks. Yeah, it makes me feel broke. Again, there's no sand. How do you sleep here? I have to bring my own sand. It's not that fancy. Anyways, what? It's comfortable. Oh, how? Man, every time home. I get sand in my crack, dude, it freaking sucks. It's a pain in the... Alright, let's do this. So I'm going to go on up. I slide my Kalish mask on. I'm going to go up and try to get a room. Try to find a way up. And I'll try to figure out a way to get as close to it without actually, you know, alerting the stormtroopers. Right. Okay. So do you think that we would know, like, what room and see if I can try and scale the wall or something? Chances are it's the one with all the Imperials lurking around it. They're probably not going to let anyone on that floor. They'll probably not let anyone nearby that room. So if you look for a lot of dudes dressed in white armor, that's a pretty good bet. That's what we're hunting for. All right. You know what? I'll figure it out. So you want to try and book a room. Mm -hmm. The front desk is currently empty. As soon as you walk towards the front desk, you hear a voice behind you. Um, hello, sirs. I turn around. It's the protocol droid being guarded by the two stormtroopers. Good evening, sir. The building is currently locked down. You won't be able to book a room if that's what you're trying to do. If you need help, I could certainly help you under the protection of these two stormtroopers, however. Well, I say, what's going on? Why the lockdown? Well, it seems that there's been some redacted in here, and they made a mess of things. Ah, yes. Destroyed a room. The pores. As, <laughs> as, I, as I say that, looking like an absolute hobo. Well. I mean, if you'd like to get any more information, you'd have to talk to the two men guarding me right now. However, if you are comfortable with just taking that information as you wish, you may have to just leave. I look at the two men guarding him. The redacted! The, the pores. They, they've not set any explosives or anything. Or is there like a... If I book into a hotel that's neighboring to it, I, sh I there's not a floor I need to worry about going up and exploding or anything. Is there? Are you with the ISB? I'm clearly a Kalish. Look around. Have you ever seen a Kalish ISB agent? I think not. Then get out of here. We don't want your kind. That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> I'm canceling you. <laughs> you see the the stormtrooper lift his gun as he's about to hit you with the back end of his elbow. I said, scram, kid. Is there like a, a different version of YouTube or TikTok or whatever? It's the hollow net, but they control it. So you're not going to get as far as you think you will. Uh, I was like, I'm posting this to the hollow net. The hollow ass, net. But never mind. You lucked out today. Looks like uh, <laughs> looks like they don't want us here, and they don't care too much about our safety, which is sad. Unless you're here on imperial business, we need you to leave now. 
I'm wearing the nicest threads made by Yi. So uh, we, 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 we walk outside. Um, I I'm look throwing at, up gang signs as we leave. Stop that. <laughs> I look at our roof. Okay. I believe the good doctor might need to make a <laughs> house call. I yeah, if you look go. over towards the roof, you need notice I, a clearly broken window out of all, like, thousand windows. I think I think the thing he calls a Fitbit might be able to spy through that, and I think we might be able to distract mm. attention if he does that uh, thing that he did to me earlier to a different building in a different part of town. Right, right. Okay. You, you, you know the thing that he had three of them strapped to my chest earlier today. Yeah, the things that go kaboom. Don't say that that loud. They're still, they, can, they might hear you. Stop. Stop that. Stop. You know, so the are, uh, are you guys going to reconvene? Call the doctor. Yeah, we, we, we call it the Kringle. Hey, Dr. McCringleton, you're getting a call uh, on your comm link. What is it now? This better be those new boots I ordered. I opened the link. Are you Amazon? We are not. We are not the delivery up. service. No. Um, <laughs> no! We need you! Okay, okay. Good, oh my, thank you for my attendance. Okay, just... We, we, need, we, need, we need your Fitbit to get some information from the hotel room. And uh, if you can, on the opposite end of town. You know those little uh, gifts you gave me back on the space station? Oh, yes, my pretties. I need you to put them on a building. Ooh, sounds like fun. As long as it's not Imperial and it's not too terribly inhabited, doesn't matter. But we need to make some kind of noise, some kind of dumpster fire, something to get attention away from your little buddy seeing what we need to see. I'll eyeball it. I'd like to roll uh, to see mm. if there's any nearby buildings that are not necessarily abandoned, but like pretty close to it. That like if it blew up, the loss of limb wouldn't be too terrible. But you know, collateral damage is collateral damage. All right, go ahead and make a perception it's like a Salvation check. Army. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does a mod twenty-one get me? There is a definite abandoned building, like a couple of blocks down the street. Perfect. That one will do. I, I'll send uh, Kringleton the. Actually, no, I technology can't do that too well. Rav, send Kringleton the coordinates of that building. All right. Tell him that's the one and he needs to place that. one of his gifts. Okay. So I I, uh, I message it to him. I wanted to use an emoji. Which emoji? What is that sound? I'm thinking like a, it's like one of those gif ones. <sighs> like a like a like a face and, uh, <laughs> yeah like a weird meme gif thing that tells him to send it so he it can points at the building job. and it has the coordinates in the bottom corner thank you all right it's now but canon. it's like a picture of the it, building it's now oh. canon that in star wars they have advanced ai not to help them with their technology, but helps them create gifts and memes <laughs> using real life photos. Why do I have a so feel Dr. like it's a Wojek emoji of both of us pointing at a building? <laughs> it's yes, that's exactly what you get. Dr. McSpringleton, you get a Wojak gif of a building that you've never seen before and two Wojaks pointing at it going, oh, and. <laughs> Yes. I go, oh, excellent. And then I, I take out my, my lovely Fitbit out of my, my heart pouch pocket in my, in my jacket. No, no, that's not the one. And I go, I go, okay, oh. my sweet, go, go to, go to Havoc. Bye bye. And I like release it like a dove at a wedding. How's it going to blow up that building? It's not going to, it's going to you. Oh, okay. You're going to the building. Yeah. 
Okay, that makes more sense. I was panicking there for a second. I'm like, no! Before Dr. McSpringleton and Sal leave the office, the big burly guy stops you. Hey, I uh, I just got off the phone. Oh? There was a commotion on on the Aline route. Supposedly something happened in this space station and the bus driver found out. If maybe you want to check that out, that might point you towards the direction. However, I do have to inform the Empire, though, of uh, the similar actions. Did he list any descriptions? Uh, he said, like, some, like, space wizards were messing with the people inside the station. Made, like, uh, they cut off a, a lizard person's arm, I think. Uh, it, it all, like, a bunch of crazy stuff. Thank you, Conductor. Oh, that... But, uh, I would hold off I, on contacting I... the Empire about this. Okay. Make an insight check. Okay. Do I make one as well? Sure. Make a group Yippee! one. How do you do that? Oh, we'll go with the 14. So, Sal, you know immediately that he's lying. He's way more afraid of the Empire than he is of you guys. Look, I know you might be afraid of the Empire and what it can do, but I assure you that you should be more afraid of us, the good doctor and myself, those who own and direct your company and what we can do to you and your livelihood. I can make an intimidation check. The Empire killed you. Do you want to do a group intimidation? And go ahead and make it with advantage since Dr. McScreenleton's assisting you. <laughs> okay. I have uh, 10. Well, the second one was an 8, so we'll go with the 10. He goes, okay. I don't think I <laughs> believe him, so I'm gonna make a a slight of hand check to place a little a little present on his desk, not not on oh. top of it, but just on the side. Make a slight of hand check. Mm, oh, good. What what does a ten get me? Can I just act like I'm like tapping my my fingers on the desk? Zane, do everyone you, saw do you. Do I walk know into what there. you're talking about? <laughs> is is this a certain item that you may have placed on the last episode? <laughs> Okay, yeah, he does not see it. Uh, you go over and you lean over like a like a like a sassy big bad cop. You tap your fingers and yes, you plant the you know what underneath his desk. I go, okay, you you better get back hard to work now. And I like unmute all of his calls so that like it drones out the sound of the beeping. <laughs> okay, so you guys. Exit the building. We have one minute to leave. We we gotta go. I'm I'm like I'm like very awkwardly like jogging out of the room. <laughs> like the Joker I'm in like, the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. so I, I like how I said I want you to place an explosive in a very like unoccupied, very you know, less minimal casualty area. Stone. And then Pringleton's just like, nah, dog, we're putting it in the thickest area possible. Fuck we're you in particular. Oh, this will definitely attract some attention. That was the hey, idea, wasn't Sal. it? <laughs> yeah. Sal, tell, tell us about the Jedi so we can try to leave the world as quickly as possible. Yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and send that hastily written text. It may have like a few words missing or like letters misplaced <laughs> as we like jog out of here. Get to the ship now. All right. Are you like... <laughs> Are you are you saying are you telling everybody to head to the ship? Yeah, it's literally yeah. just like come to ship. We don't need to we don't need to go to the hotel anyways, right? We have the information we need. 
I mean, Space Wizards cutting off arms, you know. Either that or... There can only be one. Either that or the <laughs> Wiccans are making a comeback. Yeah, you guys get the text message uh, moments later, Havoc and Rub. We sprint. The Jedi, oh. they must have information of where the Jedi are. We must run as fast as possible so we can bring them closer to slaughter. I text them, just don't run by the station, okay? Is the station along the way? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing like an Olympic fast walk. <laughs> I am flying. I am hauling ass. I'm also taking off the Kalish mask so the Imperials don't think I'm the same dude. I mean, I know the rags I'm wearing are about the same, but you, you know, appearance. So yeah, you guys hear an explosion <laughs> midtown, and you all reconvene at the hangar of the ship. No time to talk. The hell was that? No time to talk. What Get was, in the what ship. Was what? Get in the ship. Power up the engines. <laughs> Alright, let's roll. Can we get get some kids from yeah, going? Yeah, Sal pilot this time. Let's see. Let's see what he can do. Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> don't don't worry. I'll 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 help you. I've I, I you know I've had some experience. Make a a piloting check with advantage. First is eleven. Ooh, fifteen. Hell yeah! Oh, good. That's the yeah, highest you... we've had thus far. <laughs> I think it you is. You successfully jump into hyperspace, and you're making your way towards the space station that the others were on. Alright, we start our adventure in the space bus you guys were on in the last episode, and it's pretty small. I'd say it's the size of a Earth-like school bus. It's just a magic school bus, just strolling down the space here. Just strolling down in space, and you guys are in hyperspace, traveling through space, having no clue as to where you're going. Finally, after some time, the bus driver stands up and he goes, All right, all right, uh, I've got to make a pit stop and gas up. We'll be leaving there in 30 minutes. And you exit hyperspace, and he just puts his foot straight on the brake, stopping abruptly right in front of the space station. A metal tube exits out of the space station, connecting the space bus to the space station. So you guys are able to exit and go inside the space station and go shopping and whatever. Oh, with what money? But everyone make a wisdom saving throw. And don't worry, don't be afraid. This is a good wisdom saving throw. If you miss it, it's no big deal. 23. I was just starting out great. I rolled a natural 20. Mod 20. Over. Mod 20. So, Gabe, you are, I'd have to say, it's been a little while since you've had a hit of the juice. And <laughs> you're starting to twitch now. You're starting to twitch now, and you're starting to get really aggressive. <laughs> you feel like you want to rip somebody's head off for no reason. Nobody's made you angry. Hopefully it's at the home. Um, and there. it's just, it's... <laughs> uh... No, it's just the roid rage. He's got two things working <laughs> against her now. Maybe <laughs> But yeah, Gabe, your character is just completely focused <laughs> elsewhere. Cody and Charles, however, you both have like a uh, Kylo Ren, Ray type dyad moment where you both have a vision of a orange and blue planet circling in space. And as you get closer, you see a rock wall with Jedi inscriptions on it. You feel a really strong connection to this planet. And then you hear the phrase, Freylo. And then it pulls you right out of the vision and back into reality. 
Okay, okay. I looked at the others and asked, you guys saw that too, right? I did. What, orange and blue planet with writings on it? Yeah. What? Yeah, I had the same vision as you did. What about you, Recky? Are you visibly twitching right now, or? I'd say there's like a Imagine huge neck something. vein that just goes, dun 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 like twitching on her throat. Oh, yeah, Recky, are you good? Is that thing that you have on you affecting you at this moment that we need to be yeah. concerned? You're quite aggressive right now, it looks like. You know what's really funny is that Cody and Charles have no idea about the roids, and they're just <laughs> super suspicious about the holocron. Any type of movement that doesn't coincide with the Jedi Order, they're just going to immediately blame the Sith holocron and not the fact that you're on drugs right now. <laughs> I wonder how long those last. I- yeah, that's going to be... The roids or the holocron? That's my question. I think it'd be safe to say 24 hours in in jail. Probably not that good. Probably like a like an you get an eight hour stimulant. But um, outside of jail, if you get like a really nice one from a uh, mafia boss or something like that, I'd say like what lasts like 24 hours or something like that. So Recky's on the um, downhill of the steroids at the moment. You're having withdrawals, basically. Oh, yeah, I'm on the downhill of it at this at this point. All right, Recky, go ahead and make me a Constitution. I didn't realize throw. those were going to be that addictive. You know, I thought what these were you know, my What'd you get? <laughs> Good gravy. I, I I got a seven. With a seven, the withdrawals start to kick in hardcore now, and you feel exhausted grumpy and sick to your stomach so you have one point of exhaustion in fact i think all of you have a point of exhaustion and recce you have two points of exhaustion oh lovely because you guys have been on the run Mm, yeah since we have no money i guess i guess we can go inside the uh station that we're in just to stroll around stretch your legs all right we've been on that so uh for those of you who don't know one point of exhaustion is you get disadvantage on all ability checks and on two points of exhaustion your speed is halved so for recce he has disadvantage on all ability checks and his speed is halved for hair zudek and uh it's xamarin right Mm mm-hmm and Xamarin just have disadvantage for the time being. Yeah, so yeah, you guys can make your way to the space station. So uh, you guys walk in, and you see a Bothan. And to describe what a Bothan looks like, they're basically like humanoid goats. They have a kind of a goat-slash-lion-type face with a mane and pointed ears, but they have the body of a human but it's also covered in fur. So this one's kind of a beefier, or I wouldn't say beefier, but maybe like a more chunky version. Like he's a nobility. And you see him in nice red robes greeting you guys at the gate. Ah, hello, hello. Welcome to my space station, my wonderful pit stop here in the mid-rim. How can I help you guys? I just want to say, could you point me in the direction of... The nearest hydration drinks. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Here on Troglodol's Pit Stop of the Universe, we have anything you might need in your travels. So, go ahead and follow me this way. And he starts walking, and you notice a few other members uh, or patrons of the bus also hopped off and they're following you guys too. Not like following you guys as they're interested in you, following you guys because there's just one direction to get to the space station. 
So you guys now are inside the space station and you notice a humongous hangar filled with ships. You see starfighters and medium class freighters and you even see one ship that almost fills an entire corner of the hangar. He's talking to you guys and, and even a protocol droid walls up beside him that looks almost exactly like C-3PO except this one's a metallic blue and he has kind of a, a masculine voice too. Ah, hello Troglodel. How are you this day? Oh yes, mighty fine you know, you know. Anyway please escort our fine patrons to the shopping area. He says, yes sir. Hello everyone. I am c 4 Six zero. You can just call me C4. Now, follow me this way. And he starts waddling to the shopping area. You guys make it to the shopping area after walking through all the various spaceships. And you come to this quite large door. And inside the door, there's lots of tents in this large square room. In the large square room with all the tents, you see multiple aliens of different species all having like this station set up underneath their tents, selling various food items, beverages, gadgets, weapons, all sorts of stuff to meet your needs. Uh, you guys can explore at will. I would like, for the sake of my exhaustion, I want to see if there's anything like free samples on their food or drinks by chance. Yeah, we're still broke. We can't even buy nothing. But if they're samples. Yeah. So you see a uh, fairly well-dressed Togruta. And the Togruta are, they have the kind of white and blue horns attached to their head. And they have red complexion with white patterns around their body. Kind of like a zebra's, a zebra type pattern. And she's dressed in like purple and golden robes. She greets you. Hello, how can I help you today? Hello. I was curious to see if you had any like food or drinks. Do you happen to be have samples? Maybe I'd be interested in buying some. Samples? I've never done that before. Go ahead and roll persuasion, but you'll have to do it with disadvantage. With disadvantage, a ten. Samples? Sure. I mean, of course I have to get my food out there somehow. How are people gonna know what it tastes like? Here, try this. And you notice a square cheese-like cube but it has green and blue complexion and it's on like a toothpick and she hands it to you i'll go ahead and test out the sample no oh, when you get a second dude sure would y'all like a sample as well no i was gonna ask what you, we're not gonna forgot already for some reason but this is like a whole shopping center right yeah it's like a town square but inside of a metal large square room would happen to be any one of them weapons dealers. Yes. Then we kind of look around and then just based on what he's what he can see with his vision, he's going to walk sure. to the place that kind of looks like that might have weapons. So, Charles, you taste the square cube and it tastes delicious. It is just it's one of the best things that you've had in the last 10 years. Um, Cody, you start look, walking around looking for a weapon station. You find one. You see a beefy Trandoshan, which are the lizard like people from Star Wars. What's your. Oh, a blind man. Interesting. This. <laughs> He would be kind of giving him like a deadpan look, but without the eyes. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you have anything or what kind of blasters do you have? 
a blind man wants a blaster? Interesting. So you notice one thing he does is he picks up a broomstick. He says, this one is most interesting. It is a high caliber rifle. Do you try to scam all your customers like this? What are you talking about? I'm not that blind. <laughs> I know that's just a broomstick. He is shot. Okay, I see you are actually interested. So he puts away the broomstick and he pulls out what looks like to be an assault rifle. It's I think it's the rifle that I'm talking about is the A180. A280. I was really close. Yeah, so he pulls out an A280 blaster rifle. This is a high market rifle. I got it straight from its manufacturer the other day. Like, is it, so it's just like a blaster rifle? Yes. Okay. Cartridge with 20 shots. He kind of shrugs. He was hoping for, I mean, he was kind of hoping for something a little smaller, but I mean, that's just as fine. Or do you say that, that you no, want something no. smaller? Uh. Okay. Well, yeah, you know what? Look, do you have like anything blasters, blaster pistol sized? Oh, you want a blaster rifle? Of course, of course. And he pulls up like a flat metal crate and he opens it. And you notice situated in foam, you see several blaster pistols. And I will describe them to you in one second. While this is going on, could I start walking around taunting people to see if they'll arm wrestle me for money? Sure. Make like a... Are you trying to convince people to arm wrestle you? Or are you trying to intimidate people into arm wrestling you? What's the type of people that are at this uh, kind of stop? Are they kind of rough around the edges or are they more? I'd say it's like a mix. You guys are in the mid rim. You see all sorts of people, skinny, tall, buff, all sorts of people. Not There's not really any like distinct build amongst these people. Just saying you better win because we had no money for bets around here. I'm going to start by walking up to the most average looking person that I can find in there and ask them if they would like to arm wrestle for some money. All right. So either uh, way for intimidation or persuasion, they're both a plus zero for me. <laughs> I then go ahead and roll and with disadvantage. First one was good. Let's see. Second one was not as good, but still above 10. It's a 13. Let's go. All right. So you see kind of a beefy Dothamirian, which are the devil-like humans. Oh, yeah? You want a piece of me? Sure. How much are you willing to wager? Let's see. How much does a meal cost in this place? I'd say anywhere between 10 to 15 credits. Let's go with the 15 credits. All right. Put it there. And he, uh, like a smaller alien picks up a crate and puts it in between you guys and he puts his elbow on the on the box. Alright. I line mine up with him, grab it with a real strong first hand slap, just wrap those hands right around each other. Alright, go ahead and roll a strength saving through or uh, just a strength check. Alright. I got a seventeen. Altogether? Yeah, plus the plus the mod. Well I got an eighteen. Hear me oh, out. Oh no. What if I add some force ability to that to make sure that I win? Oh, which force power in specific? Let's see. Because I found out recently that not all of you have force push and pull, even though you... you... I do have force <laughs> push and pull. I did make sure to have that. 
<laughs> Charles was the one that decided not to. Yeah, do I that. don't. Uh, Walrod's pretty cool. Uh, that's what um Kit Fisto does in the Clone Wars. But yes, I do have the force push and pull. I say that with force push and pull, you can roll advantage. But after you roll advantage, you need to make a deception check to see if you can convince the people around you. Okay, so I got an 11 on the other one. On the other strength? Okay, now roll deception. Deception was a 20. (laughs) Natural 20. Okay, yeah, you definitely, you call upon the force to try and force push his arm over, but fail. Overcomes the, your strength. It's probably because you're malnourished and also on withdrawal right now, but you were successfully able to deceive him in using the force. He has no idea. Oh, 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 all right, pay up. Oh, no. Uh, All right. So hear me out. This is the second time that you've said hear me (laughs) out. All right. And I'm hearing double or nothing. Make a persuasion check, but just a straight persuasion check. No disadvantage, no advantage. (laughs) Matt won. Oh, no. No, I got got to catch a bus here in a minute. No, I I need my money. All right. I don't have the money. You just straight up tell him you don't have oh, the money. Why would you make this worse? I don't have the money. It's, just, it's going down from here, folks. You saw how strong I am. Is there anything that you need done? I just need money make for food. Make a persuasion check, I but do. with I disadvantage. Need money for food. This is just going well. Right, 15 on first roll and 20 on second roll. That's sad that I have to use the 15. Why would I... How... You think that you could just scam me out of some money? Well, yeah, of course you're going to provide me a service. But I got to think for a second. (laughs) Hold on. And you see the little alien. It's like basically skin and bones, green, and it's got like a curved head, but has a human-like face. And he picks up the box and walks it over to the side. And then the Deveronian puts his hands down as for the green alien to hop in his hands. And he picks them up to start talking with him. And now you know that. He's not a goon, but they're actually buddies. <laughs> so they're talking. You got, uh-huh, you yeah. got tag team. He's like, sp- sp- like, sp- 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 oh no, yeah, oh yeah, 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 sp- 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 yeah, oh yeah, okay, all right. And he uh, puts the little alien down. So here's the deal: I don't really like debts, but you do owe me. So we're gonna settle this quickly, okay? All right. I need you to get something for me. I'm listening. The whole reason why I came here, and he pulls out a data pad, because I'm hunting this guy down. And you notice a Deros, which are, they're the blue aliens with big red eyes that look like our iconic aliens, like uh, from movies and TV show. Okay, I see what they look like. And he has something on him that I need, all right? It's a transcription for some data. It's on a data pad in his pocket. Now... I was told I have to bring him in, dead or alive. So if things get chaotic, I don't want him to get away with the transcript and with his life. So if you could uh, maybe convince him to give it to you or sneak it off of him or something, uh, I'll say our debt is settled. But you have exactly, and he pulls out a futuristic wristwatch that like pulls up a hologram of the time. You have exactly 10 minutes before I have to get on my bus back home to turn in this guy how far away is this person do i see him already 
Uh, make a perception check. But while you do that, let's uh, switch back to Cody and Charles. So uh, we'll actually go back to Charles. Charles, um, what are you doing at the stand now? Uh, she's kind of like begging you to pay for food now. Well, I would say, well, this cheese was quite delicious. But unfortunately, I don't have any money on me. But what's the name of your establishment? And I can sure as well spread the word around and make sure you gain more business. <laughs> make a persuasion check. We're seeing the clear challenge here. <laughs> with with the disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that cheese wasn't enough. Okay, so we're doing good. And what am I doing again? I mean, are you deceiving her or are you telling the truth? I'm telling the truth. Like, I have no money you on make me. a persuasion check. I rolled 19 for both. Ooh, I got lucky. Okay. Well, that's very understandable. I... I mean, the state of the economy right now is terrible with everything going on and the Empire neglecting us, I guess. I could use the boost in some business. If you could promote my business and at least get one other tent here to support my business, I'll send you with some food on your travels. Okay, but what's the name of your establishment? My company's name is Food For You. Okay. I'll be- but uh, it's uh, the number four. In Arborish. See, get it? It says food for you. I get it. I like it. Okay. But I'll be more than happy to spread a word around and make sure that you gain more business. Yeah. So if you can get one person to collaborate. If you're going to get paid for advertising. <laughs> you might as well try to. <laughs> you might be stepping some boundaries here. <laughs> you might as well but uh, she's willing to give you guys free food for uh, finding someone to collaborate with her. I'm better than nothing. Now over to Cody. This guy is no longer trying to trick you. And this is what he shows at the bottom of the metal crate. He shows a CR2 blaster. It, it looks like a pistol with a long scope and a, a handle, a vertical handle grip. And then there's the DH-17 blaster pistol, which is like the blaster pistol that you see all the soldiers using, all the stormtroopers and clone troopers. And then you also see the DL-44, which is Han Solo's blaster pistol. Uh he kind of thinks for a moment. How about would you be up for a trade instead of upfront payment? Hmm. It would have to be a really good trade. No BS. He kind of crosses his arms. He says, well, I'm a mercenary for hire. And on my last job, I got scammed out of what I was owed by some rich guy. I happened to pay docking fees and everything. I'm out of credits. So I was wondering if you hired me to take care of whatever for you. In return as payment, I get two of those pistols. Make a deception check, obviously with disadvantage. May the rolls be with you. I <laughs> hope. Rolls have been too bad when doing this. 12, a 19. So I guess the 12. No dice. Get out of my shop. I promise you I'm not trying to pull anything. Obviously, I am more skilled than I initially look. I see the rags you are wearing in the dirt on your face. Do you really think I didn't know you came here on a bus? Like I said, I'm out of money. And you hear uh, the whirring and clicking of a blaster pistol as it's getting started up. And you notice his hand is underneath this makeshift desk that he's put up. I could see you. I could I'd suggest taking your hand off that pistol before this gets uglier than we want it to. He says, maybe you do have something of value. Maybe you are 
running away from something. And he he says, continuing off of that, how much is your life? He's like, he kind of shrugs, depends. He says, come inside of the tent before we make a big disaster of this area. As I move, is he moving? Can I see him moving to the tent too? He's moving backwards, but he still has the gun lowered so that nobody else can see it. Like to the tent? But it's still pointed at you. Yeah, he's walking backwards inside of the tent, but he still has his gun trained on you. Okay, I walk to the tent. And would I have um, he moves Cody's uh, or Xamarin walk in that tent by chance from where stand I'm in or I'm at? No, I'd say like the tent is on the other side of this. I, we'll call it like a basketball court. Like the tent is on the other side of the basketball court and the food tent is right at the beginning. So even if you did see it, I don't think it would have been suspicious to you because uh, Gabe's character is also going inside of tents and so are you to get like the food. So the Trandoshan moves to the side to close the tent and the curtains closed. Now you're encapsulated in the tent. You see guns everywhere and in the, in the center of the tent, you notice a box with a sci-fi lantern on it. Sit. Okay, I sit. All right, and as you do that, we're going to move to Gabe's character. Gabe, what are you doing? All right, well, my perception roll that I had made was a 12 on, uh, I guess, if I was able to see him or not. Or to be yeah, able to see it, it's, it's pretty to it's pretty out in the open. He's at another stand trying to buy something or haggle. All right. So can I tell if he's like there's a lot of people around him? Is he kind of by himself? The basketball court that you're in is pretty busy. There's a lot of people going in and out and buying stuff. So I'd say yes. Hmm. I would try to like watch him and investigate him for a little bit. Just try to see what is he buying. See if there's anything that I could use to try to distract him possibly. Okay, go ahead and make an investigation check. It is a 15. With a 15, you notice he's trying to haggle for some like nice fabrics. You notice a human kind of dark in complexion with blonde curly hair. He's talking to him like and he's got an angry face. It's like, look at this. You think this is blah, 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 blah. And you can't make out all the words that are, are coming out of his mouth. But you know that the Duros is kind of humoring the situation, smirking and smiling and sometimes laughing at the human's response. All right. So I would like to walk up to the guy yelling at the guy that's trying to finagle him. I'm like, is this guy causing you problems? No, no, no. The... The Duros is haggling for some fabric. The human is um, the the shopkeep. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. I was going to go to the human. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Guy. Or wait, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah, the other way. I was going to go to the Duros, the guy that I'm supposed to pickpocket and be like, is this guy mm -hmm. causing you problems? Talking about the shopkeep. No, no, no. He's not causing me any problems. I'm just uh, enjoying this moment that we're sharing. I'm trying to get this fine fabric from Ryloth, but he's trying to give me some steep prices in the human ghost. I am not. This is perfectly suited for the occasion and situation that we are in. This was transported all the way from Ryloth to this station to be sold. Do you really think I'm going to sell it for just... Uh, handful of credits this is fine fabrics let's see so while there he's going on that whole bill is there anything that i notice that is of any type of glass or easily breakable materials i wouldn't say in your direct area a lot of the tents are propped up by either steel rods or wooden rods so i'd say that but then the whole tent would come down so no not necessarily unless you want to make a perception check I shall go ahead with perception. 
That's not great. It was a five. No. Okay, so let's see. I'll just try to finagle with the guys. Like, come on, you know the price of these things nowadays on secondhand market? There's no way you're going to be able to charge this type of price. Make it this your choice of performance or, perce- or deception. They're both a plus zero for me. <laughs> let's see. I'll go with performance, even though it's still an eight. Yeah, you know what? I was charging 50 credits per square foot, but I'll only charge 40. Is that better? And the Duras looks at you and he raises an eyebrow and he looks at the shopkeep. I think that's perfectly fine. Here you go. And he hands him a bag full of credits and uh, he grabs like what looks like to be 10 feet of this purple fabric and he puts it in his backpack. Hey, uh, thanks for helping me out there. And he kind of fist bumps your forearm. Do I know you from somewhere? I've been around a lot of places, but uh don't really tend to stay very long in anywhere. I like to be I like to be a traveler. I like to see all parts of the galaxy. Hmm. Funny. But uh I just haggled him out of thousands of credits. I dropped it from one hundred per square foot to forty. That sounds now, awesome. Yeah, so I really appreciate what you did. Do you want to go get a drink? And he points at like a, a makeshift bar that's been propped up on the other side of the court. I'll be honest with you. I don't have any credits with me, but uh, I don't mind going up to the bar with you. Oh, come on. It'll be on me. You helped me out. And the least I could do is help you out. Really? And he starts so walking kind. over to the bar. So now we'll switch over to Charles. Charles, what do you do? Are you going to try and get someone to collaborate or yeah that's what i'm gonna do um walk out and see like how business are doing on the other tents um like food related tents see if one's struggling to gain business so maybe them two can possibly join and bring more interest okay your choice of investigation or perception we'll go perception so 15 and that's with disadvantage 15. So I'd say one that's not doing so well is an Ethorian. Uh, he's got a square-like tent with uh, lots of foods, but he's only selling what seems to be fruits and vegetable, a lot of flora. And you see that he looks very sad. Well, I won't walk up towards him. It's like, you look quite sad there. Is everything all right? Yeah. I can't seem to uh, get any customers. Ah, it's been well, quite difficult. Sorry to hear that, but would you be interested in a business opportunity to help your business gain some more traffic around here? Make a persuasion check. Oh, it went so good and so bad. I rolled a 20 on my first one, and then, yeah, we went from a possible 24 to 7. A 7? All right, let me go yeah. ahead and roll. Okay. Do you know, I've, I've been here for so long. I guess, uh... You have to try new things. What did you have in mind? Well, there is another business that seems to be having a little higher traffic. Maybe you can go over there with me and try to see if you can do a partnership to promote your business along with their business. Do like a kind of collaboration. The Togruta? Oh, she has been the one stealing all of my customers. She... Pays the highest fine, which allows her to be in the front of the court, where all of the patrons come from. 
You could join your enemy, keep your enemies closer to you, and you're both, you can gain your capital that you were supposed to have in the first place because of those fees. Maybe you can make it more even, and maybe you can gain a little bit. Are you saying set up shop with her and sell well, our goods together? I would suggest that, as long as she is willing to comply, because it would... Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Okay. How about 11? Oh, I guess you're right. It would be good to get some change. And uh, the Ithorian is going to walk behind you. Are, are you going to walk back to Gruda's tent, or are you just going to escort him and then walk away? I want to make sure he comes with me and walk into the uh, tent together. So you walk over to the tent. Uh, we'll go ahead and go back to Cody. Cody, the Trandoshan is holding a pistol to your head, and it seems that he's talking into a comlink. Yes, look up some escaped convicts or bounties in the near area of my location. Oh, no. While and, he's uh, doing that, I'm gonna. It's called. We're gonna hijack one of them uh, other ships, and we are out of here. I thought I was the one that was gonna get us in trouble. No, hold on. <laughs> I thought me going with the arm wrestling, and after that, was gonna get us caught. No, nope, it wasn't me. So what I'm gonna do is. I kind of look my head up. I look up to him and I concentrate on the Trandoshan. And I, through the force, I kind of try. I'm going to use coerce mind. Try not to make it obvious I'm doing something to him. So what, do I need to roll a saving throw? And do you want to do this before he speaks into the comlink or during? Well, it depends. I mean, it doesn't, does it matter? I could choose either. Or are you say it's going to happen during when he's talking? Yeah, we'll go ahead and say that it's happening during. I focus on him using coerced mind. Uh, I tell him. So I tell him, uh, you'll say you made a mistake and you'll hang up. All right. What saving throw do I need to make? Wisdom. And uh, so you hear a robotic female voice. On the comm link. Yes, dear. I will do that immediately. And you hear like a whirring on the other side of the comm link. And then the trend ocean looks at you. He goes. What did you say to me? Alright, I'm gonna try to do it again. <laughs> do not give me any commands. Oh no. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to do it again. You'll say you're mistaken. You're gonna hang up that comm link. Try to use course mind again. Okay. I got a natural twenty. No oh, friggin' no. way! <laughs> oh no. I <laughs> <laughs> Destiny points ain't saving you with this one either. Yeah, they natural <laughs> natural twenties. Technically, it's not a rule that critical successes can happen on skill checks or saving throws. However, I think this is a really good opportunity because you did try to use it twice. So, I have heard rumors that the Jedi still exist, and it seems I have found one today. And you hear him talking into his comm link. You hear, Samantha. Yes, dear. Get me in contact with the nearest Imperial Star Destroyer.
Hey, you made it to the end. But wait, don't just jump right into the next episode. I know you are excited and you want to see what happens next, but I have some juicy announcements that I feel you might enjoy on top of some shoutouts that may or may not have your name. First of all, Dice Clash Chronicles is proud to announce our very first merch store on Etsy. Using the same name, you can search us up on Etsy or click the links down below to check out our selection of merchandise. Our Patreon is also available where we reward subscribers with giveaways, features in our show, and our very own private Discord community. And speaking of Patreon, I would like to give my thanks to these patrons and other supporters. Barry Lag, Narrowly Lag, Michelangelo Montez, Cade Sims, Luis Gutierrez, and Gavin McGoo. If you'd like to be part of that list, check out our Patreon and other social medias linked in the description down below. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure to comment, rate, and or subscribe to the channel to show your support. Thank you all for watching, and this is Dice Clash Chronicles.